Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. On the line joining us is uh, Natasha Fremantle from Kinds Mental Health Collective. We are talking about suicide rate being so high amongst men in South Africa. Natasha, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks very much for having me, Patricia. I'm glad to be on the show. A-teamers, please join in on this conversation. It's one that's very critical. Um, I mean, you can come on to Twitter and give us your comment um, and also vote on the polls. We've asked you at SAFM Radio on Twitter, why do you think that men commit suicide? Is it because of their finances? Is it due to general stress? Or is it because of a lack of communication? I'd love to hear from you. You can also send an SMS to 41391 or even what WhatsApp 614 To call in, you can do so on 011-714-2006. So, Natasha, what are some of the common suicide myths and truths when it comes uh, to this uh, scourge that is ever rising in our country? I think it's um, more important to focus on the truths about suicide. And I think the fact that South African men are struggling so much at the moment um, well, they've been struggling for a long time, but I think with the pandemic, you've just become it's become a mental health crisis more than anything else. And first of all, life in general is really, really hard right now. Um, there's got lack of jobs, lack of electricity. There's a war going on. There's never-ending crises, and South African men who always want to fix things are not able to do so. They feel like they have no control. So um, one of the truths is that we need to get our men talking about what is on their minds. They need to be able to come forward and be vulnerable and be in a space where they feel safe and not judged and not belittled as a man to talk about how they are feeling. I mean, historically, we've always um, known, although I don't believe it's uh, right, that men don't really talk, uh, men don't cry, they don't express their emotions, and every generation has its uh, its fair share of troubles, trials and tribulations, whether they come from an internal, a social, political, or economical point of view. So why is it that all of a sudden suicide has become so high? Well, I think... Because people, it's life is so difficult at the moment, and there's no way out. There's no help for men. The um, health system, there's practically barely any support there that they can turn to. They have been brought up their whole lives to be told to man up, to don't big boys don't cry, um, suppress every emotion they've had. They have been raised to be. I'm a strong man, I must provide, I cannot be weak. And now they can't provide, and that is like compromising the whole identity they have as a man in their family, um, as a father. And they have no means to express this, and we need to address how we, as the people around them, support them through this. So it's what we need to do as the people around the men who are facing challenging times um, that can help um, alleviate this. What about the way men are being brought up or boys being brought up into men? What role does that play in them being able to handle some of the stresses and strains that come with life? Well, 
I think it has a huge role to play. And I think as parents now, we have a crucial role in breaking that cycle so that going forward, our children will have the emotional vocabulary, the um, emotional intelligence to understand how they feel and um, express how they feel and know that they can speak about things without being seen as weak, without being seen as um, not being a strong man. And I think up till now, I mean, the men now that are committing suicide, um, I mean, it's 18 men a day in South Africa at the moment. Um, they have been brought up in a time where you have to be a strong man. Don't cry. Suppress those emotions. It's not okay. You need to be a man. You need to um, harden up, you know. And it's just that narrative that needs to change. And it needs to change amongst men's, men themselves, amongst uh, adults, amongst, uh, you know, teachers and so on, because everyone keeps saying the same thing. Let's talk about the role of um, the um, CESOP and the research that CESOP has gone through to make sure that we understand the, imp- the impact that um, depression and anxiety and poor coping behaviors um, are causing an increase on uh, anxiety and depression. Well, the one silver lining to COVID has been that it has brought a bigger spotlight onto mental health. But unfortunately, in South Africa, I mean, we've had the mental health policy, which was developed in 2013, and it just lapsed in 2020. They had all these amazing, great plans to help mental health, help men, help women, help children, but nothing has come of it. And it lapsed in 2020, and now... There's no current um, revisit to it. Everyone's scrambling for a new policy. So the greatest help we can give our men now is to work together as a people um, because until the structural system in our country can help them, that's all that's offering to them right now. ATMs, the lines are open for you to interact with us, 011-714-2006 or WhatsApp 614 SMSs go to 41391. On Twitter at SAFM Radio, we posted a poll there asking why do you think that men commit suicide more? Um, and right now, 43.5% of you ATMs say it's due to finances and 39.1% say it's general stress, while 17.4% say it's due to a lack of commun- communication. Uh, Atima at uh, Rasul Simpiwe says it's influence from media. Okay, so um, according to this Atima, it seems that the influence from media is just too much from men uh, for men to be able to cope with everyday issues. While at Mugetsi, um, Mugetsi uh, says... 37.6 uh, amongst which are classes of society. The stats cannot generalize as uh, circumstances differ from country to country. However, factors such as historical disadvantages contribute in some cases. Let's talk about historical disadvantages uh, for a moment there um, with you, uh, Natasha. W- yes. Do they play a factor in um, you know the, the high suicide rate amongst men and bearing in mind that disadvantage goes for both men and women yeah well the disadvantage caused a lot of trauma in um 
both the older generation that is still alive today and their children who are the young and middle-aged adults of today. They had to grow up in a time where there was lack of parental support. There was um, high violence. There was um, probably zero mental health talk then. It was pure survival. And that now is showing itself in a lack of emotional intelligence, a lack of understanding of how you feel. Um, and then I'm, I'm sure many things impact and bring back the trauma of growing up in that disadvantaged environment. And then you also have the economic disadvantage that came with how apartheid, what it brought. And unfortunately, it's these people in the lower income bracket who need the help the most that have the least access to help for it. And one thing that I think it would be the most crucial in bringing South Africa one step forward is to um, get a mental health vocabulary going in the South African languages. Because one thing I found in my research is, like in Zulu, Tosa, all the African languages, there is no word for depression. There is no word for anxiety. So how can you explain to someone how you feel without that vocabulary? Um, and that's why you have the stigma that mental health is actually you being possessed, you being um, like you need to be helped by anyone else but your family. You get mm. sh shunned out of the of the family because you are obviously there's a demon in you or there's something because you can't express how you're feeling and there is no mental health knowledge being shared amongst those people. Mm. So with the statement uh, that uh, SASOP uh, issued, uh, the South African Society of uh, Psychiatrists, they mentioned that toxic masculinity uh, yes. is one of the things that is really causing men to start feeling negative or seeing themselves in a negative light if they suffer yeah. from mental health conditions. Let's talk about some of the traits of this toxic masculinity and where it emanates from. Well, toxic masculinity is all about how um, you're a man, you must be strong. You do not cry, you do not feel anything other than the drive and the need to be powerful and bring in money for your family and don't cry if things don't go your way. Get up, brush up, stand up, move forward. And I think it's just an old, it's like old parenting techniques, old um, ways of living. It was just what was instilled in our grandparents and then into our parents and then into us. Um, so like I said before, we just have to break that cycle. We need to start parenting better. We need to start making sure our partners and ourselves are in good mental health so that we can demonstrate this to our children to show them what a good mental health is and how that they, if we support each other, they will know that when they experience poor mental health, they can feel supported. I've got an ATIMA on the line. A, a good evening, ATIMA Anonymous. Uh, good evening, and how are you? Strong, thank you. Uh, I'm good, I'm good. Yeah, man, as your guest has just uh, spoken that in our um, uh, African languages, you, you, you don't find the word uh, depression and stress. It's either you are happy or you are mad. So I've been one of the person that I went into depression. And the moment when I started speaking about depression, 
um, it's like you are not a man. You know, you, you need to get over it. And um, I went to a clinic for about one and a half uh, weeks, and unfortunately, nobody just visited me there, you know, among my families, because I was just wondering, it means that he's starting to lose his thinking, because the moment when you talk about mental um, um, health, they just refer it to uh, so yes, and hmm. And Anonymous, how did you cope and how are you right now? Um, I was brave enough in, in a way that um, um, I actually, uh, I would say, I, 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 I acknowledged that uh, I'm, I'm not well mentally, and I was able to find uh, uh, assistance to some other friends that they understood my actual situation. That mentally, I'm um, I'm not okay because I could see whenever I could come back to the house, I would be angry to my kids, and I was almost a threat to them. But you know. Having accepted that I'm not well and going to a psychiatrist that actually um, helped me with tablets, you know, that I was able to take and because I couldn't sleep, there was a little bit of suicidal, you know, and because I I just stay next to a, 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 a a, what you call a, a train station. So it was easy for me just to stand in front of the train and to just hit me like that because I just lost it, lost everything in terms of being a human. I never saw myself as a human being. Because mm. I couldn't sleep. Um, I was always anxious. Even work was just stressed. Everything was just dark. But yeah, after taking the tablet and going for sessions, I am starting to pick up uh, my uh, broken pieces. Sure, Anonymous. I'm so glad that you have shared this with us, and I really appreciate you being vulnerable with the A-teamers. What can you say to those who are scared or anti going to seek for professional medical health care, especially men, because we know that, you know, it, it's a norm for men to just say, ah, I'll deal with it. I can't go see a doctor. It's embarrassing to talk about these things. What can you say to them? Um, oh, well, I'd like Anonymous to take this one, then we'll okay. come back to you. Sorry, Natasha. sorry. I, I would like to say to men who are going through such problems that um, this thing is there, it exists. It's just like a certain sickness, you know. Yes, in our African culture, we, you know, as, the, as your guest is, did define that, did say that there is no word that can exactly mean depression and stress. But this thing is real, it's there. It's a matter of just accepting it 
and dealing with it. And I'm I'm telling you, if you go and see um, psychiatrists, uh, your wellness, maybe at work, and you just have that somebody that you can talk to uh, and just say how you are. Eventually, you you you'll be able to get through because it it it's quite dangerous. It is dangerous. Because we have this masculine of being a man, wara, 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 wara. But I just want to tell men up there that, you know what, guys? This thing exists. It's there. It's just like any other sickness, you know? As long as you acknowledge and you accept that you are in this uh, situation, but it's not forever. Mm. Anonymous, thank you so very much. Please continue with, um, you know, the, the psychiatrist and other medical professional help that you are getting. And we are wishing you a, a beautiful and healthy road as you are recovering. Thank you very much for sharing. Thank you. Bye. Well, I'm coming to you now, Natasha. Please uh, do weigh in. What should men be doing? You've heard what Anonymous said. What are your thoughts and what should men be doing? Well, <clears throat> first I'd like to congratulate Anonymous on taking the biggest and I think the hardest step for a man, and that is to reach out to someone and just explain to them how you feel. Because just in doing that, I think you will find that more people than you actually realize are in the same boat as you. And you are not alone and you are not failing as a person. And um, then also the fact that he was um, aware of his emotions. He acknowledged that he was coming home from work and aggressively attacking his children, be it verbally or however it was, that made him uncomfortable. Um, it takes a lot of emotional awareness to realize that that's what you're doing and to realize that it's not the kind of person you are. So I think to just always reach out, communicate. There's always someone else in the same boat as you. I can promise you now, today especially, more people than you know are in the same boat. And as soon as you reach out a hand, you can be pulled out that river and stand on the island with everyone else that is in the same situation. And then just also, like he said, take note of how you're feeling. How many times a day are you having like a snap at someone or overreacting to something very small or wanting to go to sleep all the time, have no motivation? We all experience those things from time to time, but if they are always happening, it means your mental health is suffering and you need to um, reach out and find some help before it gets too bad. Well, uh, here's an A-teamer who sent us um, some information uh, saying that there are words um, in our own vocabulary for depression. I think earlier on, uh, Natasha had said that there aren't words uh, mm. for the for depression in African language as well. This person says, in our African language, ihaba, inlindezi, stress, and ugu kwantalala is depression. So um, this is a sizulu, and clearly there are words there. Uh, l- yeah. Let me go to these voice notes as well. This is Patricia Lactrum and Anonymous. I think the other thing is a workplace. Just for instance, if you are driving a truck, you'll be staying on the road for three to four months, and then you have a kids and wife. Imagine the stress. 
thinking and the wife will be asking when are you coming and the kids will be asking daddy when are you coming if you consider all this and your boss doesn't want to hear any of that instead the day is gonna take you to your outside you'll be turning you back the same day doesn't worry so i think it's one of the contributing factors on this uh, men killing themselves. Thank you so much, Financial. Yeah, good evening, KG, and uh, your guest there together with the fellow listeners. This is Mikateko from Japani. Uh, why men commit suicide most of the time? It's because uh, in South Africa, men are defined from outside. Like, for instance, you, your guest now is a woman, but she's talking about men as if she knows much about men. So in the most cases, we are mistook for what we are not. At least if we were allowed our own self-determination, try to explore ourselves, try to get to know ourselves, try to explain ourselves what we feel, who we are, it was gonna be something better but in as far as we're still looked at from the outside it won't make thank you thank you a teamers for those voice notes and uh, natasha please do respond the first one was talking about uh, the workplace and how it impacts negatively on men's health um especially mental health and also this one just saying that you know men are not being given enough of a voice for them to speak for themselves after all you're a female and here you are talking about men's health issues yeah. Um, so from the workplace, again, it goes back to we all need to work together as bosses, as employees. Bosses need to, I mean, if they want the best from their employees, um, they need to give them a little bit of a hand. They need to ask, how are you guys doing today? Who, what's going on at home? How can you be the best employee for me? And how can I be the best boss for you? I mean, to be away from your family for so long and never have anyone consider that this might impact on your social, I mean, your mental health and your family's mental health is not okay and it needs to change. Um, but also if you never voice your concerns or your desires, um, then they'll never be met. But I understand that in most jobs, people just want the outcome and not the problems that come with hiring staff. So it's just something that I don't know how it can change in the workplace, um, um, but yeah, it does need to change, and I completely, I have so much compassion for that. Well, uh, then, yeah, go ahead. Now, can you go first? No, go ahead. Go ahead, Natasha. I'm going to speak to the second caller. Mm. Um, I, I understand completely where it's coming from. I think the only advice I could give is to find greater strength in who you are as a person and not look for validation outside because other people's opinions will change like the wind and the only thing that can remain solid and still is how you feel about yourself. So um, I know with social media and this constant um, how you must look, how much you must earn, um, who you must be is constantly in our faces. Um, maybe spend less time scrolling through Facebook and Instagram to escape the world and rather spend that time growing your yourself 
getting to know yourself so that you can stand firm in who you are. Now, Natasha, we did the poll, and I want us to just go back to it, asking our A-teamers what do they think um, is um, a contributing factors to uh, yeah. the men's suicide rate in South Africa on Twitter. Right now, 19.2% of our A-teamers are saying it's a lack of communication, while um, a staring 42.3% say it's gender stress and 38.5% say it's due to finances. And we know that for the past two years, we all have been under a lot of pressure. Um, yeah. And men, uh, especially because of how they take it on, are clearly showing the signs of crumbling under the pressure, um, according to these statistics. What can, we, what can men do to accept their financial situations? Or should they, I don't know, is there anything they can do to accept them? Because we are all in the same boat globally. Yeah. Well, I think it's a very difficult thing to ask someone to accept their financial situation. I mean, it's very, it's in your hands for most part and it's out of your hands for most part because um, unless you have an entrepreneurial spirit and the availability to resources, it becomes very difficult. But I think if our men could just feel supported so that they don't feel like they're rowing up this river on their own while everyone else is expecting them to be bringing home money. I think if we start watching our spouses, watching our brothers, watching our uncles, any men in our lives, keep your eye on them. Watch their behavior. What is out of the ordinary? Are they becoming more and more... um, angry all the time, more and more um, like stepping away, like um, being confined to their own space. And if you can just come in there and just sit with them and say, I see you having a tough time. I've noticed you're a lot angrier than usual. Would you like to talk about it? And just open that door for them to to know that it's okay to talk about it. Because the financial aspect is a very difficult one, and I don't think it's anything that's going to rectify very quickly. So I just think we need to change. We need to offer support. We need to offer the open door to say it's okay to be in this space. And if we just do it in the right time, like don't try and rationalize with someone when they're in a moment of complete anger and they're having a rage attack because of their anxiety or they're like completely on the floor because their depression has gotten too bad. You need to comfort them in those times, and when their mind is calm and controlled, then come to them with um, ways that you can work together to get them feeling better um, and what they need from you as a family to feel more supported. Natasha, thank you so very much for joining us this evening. Do you have a website at Kind's Mental Health Collective? Um, yes, it's um, com. And um, next week I'm hosting a webinar with um, two other speakers um, on anxiety and mental health in the family. Um, I'll be doing it with Afro Daddy, who is an advocate for mental health in fathers. And then Claire McPhail from Inspiring, who will be covering the mother's perspective on anxiety and mental health. And then I will be covering how to help your children thrive in a household 
where mental health seems to be taking a bit of a strain. All right, excellent. Sounds like an excellent event. Thank you very much for joining us, Natasha. Thank you for having me, Patricia. Uh, King Saint Nazi says the majority of uh, African men have that poor mentality of not speaking out. They have that uh, thought of saying men don't cry while they die slowly until they lose the control. I always express my feelings when I'm not well with something. I'd rather be called foolish or impatient person. I don't care. I can't allow myself to be in a heavy situation. Men speak out, speak out. That's from King Saint Nazi. A-teamers, it's time for us to go to the news with the beautiful Zoleka Kodashe. Eh, Zoleka, I've missed you. I've missed working with you. Good evening.